Yo, welcome to another edition of the Speaker Geeker Podcast. I'm your host, Steve-O Steve, and I'm with my other player partners. And we ain't, we ain't from the hypnotized camp posture, none of that, but <laughs> we will hypnotize your ass real quick. I'm just playing. Um, but I'm here with my partners, my brothers from another mother, Tommy T and G. And the G ain't silent, so, you know. I like and all that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, that was a whole commercial. I think it was a, it was a commercial. Mm-hmm. I forget mm-hmm. what it is, and it's clever as hell. The sourdough commercial. Yeah, and they say moving. Uh, the G is silent, and I was like, "Huh, good play on that." <laughs> uh, shout out yeah, to them for playing using that. that. Uh, Lil Wayne in the background on that uh, commercial. Really? Yeah. yeah, I have absolutely. not seen this commercial, man. You gotta yeah. check it out. I got to. Um, but without further ado, man, today's episode is a special episode today because not only is it album review time, and we know y'all love album review time. Yeah, yeah. It is a special edition of album review time, something that we're gonna be doing often yeah. because some of these albums that drop a slow, and we don't want to listen to them. Man, so, say it one more time, man. So people can hear you. For the people in the back. Yeah. Hey, nosebleed seats. Your albums are slow. We don't want to listen to it. So, with that hey, being talking said, about two Playboy cards. We talking about. Two. <laughs> yeah, that's what we talking about. Hey, so with that being said, what we want to introduce to y'all is retro album reviews. That means we're gonna be going back, finding some albums that we really, really, really liked, and we're gonna review them things. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. this week's album retro album review is none other than Memphis's own Project Peta, Mr. Mm-hmm. Don't Play. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Y'all gonna enjoy this conversation because we, this is one of the albums that I played through, con- like, I don't skip when I play this. Uh, oh, yeah. Except for one song, but we'll get into that. Um, and then, of course, we are still bringing you the news with Tommy T and What's in Your Speakers with G. Once again, the G is not silent. All right? Yeah. Just, just want to make sure I reiterate sure that. that. So, without Damn further sure. ado, if you are on the official Speaker Geekers podcast YouTube page, please, please push the subscribe button. It's right there in front of you. It looks like a bell. Just push it. It's, it's easy. Just, just push it. You'll know everything that's going on. Um, mm-hmm. From there, if you find us on Spotify, Apple Music, uh title, wherever you get your podcast fixed in at, there's a button there. It says subscribe. That way you'll know every podcast that pop up, which pops up every Tuesday. I don't have a specific time, but we pop up every Tuesday. So just look out for us every Tuesday and make sure that you subscribe, comment, share, like, and most importantly, everyone enjoy. So without further ado, Let's hop off in this thing, man. This is going to be fun. What's up, y'all? What's up, man? man. I'm ready. I'm ready. ready. M-Town in this bitch. (laughs) Right. (laughs) With Tennessee in this thing, man. Hey. Represent them. All the way. Yeah. Man, I wish I had a little emoji that could sit in the corner and gangster walk across the screen. Just be (laughs) this thing. Just uh, need to be sliding uh, across it. Sliding across that thing. Gangster walking all the way. All the way, man. Um, absolutely, man. Week's good. Everybody, week's been good. Yeah, man. Yeah, real excited about this coming week. So, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you yeah. got an announcement or something? What's going on? Oh, no announcement. Just excited, oh, okay. man. 
Oh. What's going on, man? You just throw that out there and don't tell nobody what you're excited about. Everybody probably. Nah, just, it's it's life, man. I'm just excited yeah. about life, man. Get to get to uh, hang out with y'all, man. Talk talk music. Go yeah. back once Absolutely. again another week, man. So ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, not at all. At all. Nah, it's it's been a good week, man. I've been having a pretty good week, man. I uh, finally got caught up on uh snowfall. So, uh, Finally, I'm I can right talk to you about everybody. it now. Yeah, yeah, I'm right there with y'all. Like, <laughs> yeah. What's up? yeah, Finally, I think I might have had like one My brother-in-law on it, watch, but that's it, bro. That's so fire. It I gotta is. watch this. Uh, I gotta watch past weeks because yeah. yeah. I came in on the middle and I was like, okay, what's going on? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but I mean, I can figure it out. But at the same time, I need to watch from the beginning. So yeah, yeah. I got to do that. But other than that, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, great show. Snowfall, great for me. fucking show. Awesome all, show, man. All the time. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. all yeah. the episodes. <laughs> yes, thank you, bro. Yes, right. I like the uh, the character development on there. Oh, cool. for sure, man. Uh, it's just like a natural progression with Franklin Saint, just like steadily becoming more and more of a um, a fully actualized boss, being right. a criminal. <laughs> it's a Cr- crime boss. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. complete, completely in there. Um, <laughs> dog, uh, have you ever heard him talk? Yeah, because he from like uh, he, London. And shit. Sounds like yeah. you're from England. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we was also that dope how he did that, that on. Uh, so funny to me. Man. <laughs> yeah, I what did is it on the Marshall? Uh, yeah, well, is not the name of that movie. Yeah, no, he was. Who is who is the dude? Russell Crowe? Nah, it's not Russell, Russell Brand. That's Russell Brand. That's it. Yeah, I saw him on. Uh, I think it was Ellen DeGeneres show or someone else. I can't remember who was. Or was it Late Night? It was one of those shows, and he did it. I think I saw the one you talking about. Yeah, <laughs> I I ain't seen him like act with his British accent. I've yeah, only I saw that live clip clip uh, clip. Whatever it was like. Can you like do it on cue? And then yeah. he like does it on cue. Right. That shit is crazy. Straight into right? it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, said he, said, he said he learned that shit from Dub C. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was Damn. like that's how he got that shit down pat. Cause that nigga right there sound like he West Coast as fuck all day. Man, all day. I, man. I wish I could just be in attendance when he was learning and yeah. just just see if at any point the dub get like kind of frustrated a little bit. Like, hey, little homie, you got to get it right. Get that little twang in there, man. And then it was like, <laughs> it was British, but wasn't too far in there. And like, then right. that one day he just came back when it was like, you right. Yeah. Um, the you guy from uh, All American, he's the same way. He's yeah, uh, same British way. too. As Damn, well. Absolutely. Not too, but as well. Yeah. Mm. Nah, that shit is crazy. It's cool. His accent be it be sounding on point on the show. I'd be like, this nigga sound like he really be there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want to told me, then I, I want to know. No, I had told Allison. She got mad. She was like, Why are <laughs> the British people be stealing all the damn roles? <laughs> I mean, shoot, they doing their damn thing. That just just is what it is. You know, they shoot. Yeah, I, I, hey, I love that show. Though. That's 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 my favorite show I'm watching yeah. right now. That one, yeah, that one fired, man. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Man, let's get into it. Uh, let's go get into it with this What's Me and You Speakers this week. I'm going to kick it off because I know y'all going to have some of the same ones because I know we had listened to some of the same stuff. Um, so I'm not going to go into detail on the shit. I'll let y'all do that. 
I'm gonna just say what I think is trash and what's good, probably. But um, <laughs> I listened to um, I listened to that that little three pack from Drake, that Scary Hours too. Um, it's got What's Next, Wants and Needs featuring Lil Baby, and then Lemon Pepper Freestyle featuring Rick Ross. I already told y'all, like I like the the Rick Ross joint, yeah. Lemon Pepper Freestyle, mm-hmm. um, and then I think Lil Baby kind of went off on his verse. The rest of it, mid trash. <laughs> um, he could kept that shit. Um, <laughs> But I did listen to the uh, the Silk Sonic yeah. with uh, Bruno Mars and Anderson Pop. That shit is fire. Mm-hmm. That shit is fire. Like I am anticipating it now. Like at first, I was just like, "Ah, oh, that might be a cool idea." But then now that I've seen the video and I've heard the song a bunch of times, I'm like, "Yeah, bro." I and you more. gotta watch the video, bro. Yeah, you, you have to watch the video. It look like them niggas in uh. Royal Studios in Memphis and shit. Yeah. But uh, it's it's good, bro. It's good. They got something with that. Oh, for like, sure. They really did plug in with that shit and, and make some real cool shit. Um, but yeah, those are like the, the new things that I listened to this week. Um, I didn't really get to anything else. I just kind of <laughs> stopped there, honestly. Like after I got to that uh, Silk Sonic, leave the door open. I was like, all right, bro. I think this is this is all I need, right? Now. <laughs> I think I'm gonna be good. I think I'm gonna be good. Everything else was just like random stuff. I just hey, had played uh, until I got to uh, yeah, until I got to uh, Mr. Don't Play because I had to go ahead and prepare yeah. for the episode. But we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, Tommy, what you been on this week, man? Um, this week has been a good week for me, man. Um, get better at listening to music, bro. Like, mm. um, a lot better. Not a, you know, been at home for a little while and stuff like that. So, uh, let's see, where do we start? So, I uh, was listening to Erica Badu, Baduism, and uh, Mama's Gun. Yes. This week again. Then I went to some jazz and focuses, like just a little playlist on title mm-hmm. that they have. So, getting some little jazz music going and stuff. Um, Drake, Scary Hours too. Um, I like it. Like. Completely all the way through. Uh, what was on? Oh, the Silk Sonic, leave the door open. Like you said, G, they, they got something with that. I always thought Bruno Mars was uh, was solid, and I always like Anderson Pack or Pac. I always call him Anderson Pac, so I may be wrong. But I always like them, and then putting them together, man, you get a another... Yes. It's it's a different vibe, man, that you get from them. That it's it's crazy. You can't explain it, but it's 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 good. So yeah. I'm anticipating that album. I think uh, y'all said Boosie Collins is is like doing something with the album too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so funky. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so I I just can't wait to see that. Um, D Smoke came out with a song called Basketball. I checked that out. It's uh from the Last Chance You. Basketball soundtrack, I guess they got a soundtrack. Mm. Um, so I checked that out. It's okay. Um, Little baby ESTG, um, real as it gets. I like that one. Um, best friend with Sweetie and Doja Cat. This is the remix. So Stefline Don. Um, y'all know how I feel about Doja Cat, so mm-hmm. that's why I was listening to that. This one right here, man. Uh, Rocco. Give the gab to man. Um, this just takes me back. 
<laughs> What's on that joint? Brad, you remember uh you uh you don't even know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, I know it. It's another one, stupid. Um bro, it's another one. I can't I like can sing the chorus, but I can't remember the song. I don't want to push play on it. But mm-hmm. um that was a solid uh mixtape or album. I don't know what they call it. It was solid from Rocco, man, when yeah. uh when it came out. So uh, what else? Project Pat, of course. Project I listened to Pat, Get It Green and uh, Mr. Don't Play to get prepared for this episode. A um, couple Beyonce uh, essentials. And uh, yeah, man, I think that's it. for. Oh, Maroon 5 came out a song with uh, Megan Thee Stallion called Beautiful Mistakes. I How was them. that? I think I did see that. It was cool, man. Um, it's what you expect from Megan. Um, like she like you would expect her to like she sounds good on it to me. Um and then Maroon Five, they like I like the fact that they're working with her. Like they did a song with Cardi B a few years ago. Um they're doing mm-hmm. a song with Megan the Stallion now. So you kinda gotta you like you appreciate that. Um Jaquez did a song with Mulatto, Freaky as Me, mm-hmm. and uh Mulatto delivered. Like she usually does. Um, of course, nigga. That's what she do. <laughs> right. <laughs> Jacquez is uh he was a little iffy on it. Like I didn't listen to the song for him, so mm. um yeah, and that's about it, man, for me. All right then. It's still solid, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I ain't mad at that at all. And you uh <laughs> listen to some things that I should have listened to that I wanted yeah, to, yeah, that I ain't yeah. get a chance to. So now I gotta check them just out. Steve, what you been on, man? Uh, so I don't know if I said this last week if I was on or not. I think I did. I was so I'm trying to figure out when my list started and ended. Uh I think I did mention Jeezy last week. I listened to some trap or die. I think so. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I know why I started that. So um, man, as far as this week, man, it started off with some done trip. Uh one of my favorite albums from him. They don't love you, um, which I really, really enjoy, man. Trip is just something, uh, man. I just love his voice and the way he 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 uh, he do it, um, especially when it's him and start leading on the same. Yeah, is he from together. Memphis, man? Yeah, yeah. he is. From absolutely, okay. I'm right from East uh, Memphis. Okay, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. East uh, side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man I love me some trip man he, he's man if you, if you want to hear somebody that's gonna spit it make you feel it and then you know talk about kids all in the same time man that's that's who you go listen to yeah. dude is a, a wizard with it man pretty dope um, from there uh, from there uh, I went from Don Trip, man. I went to I went back to that Scotty ATL to finish it up, trapping gold, and you know it just is what it is, man. That 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 trapping gold is hard. Uh, definitely know which song I would suggest go listening to, and um, Virgin Oil. That's Virgin. Uh, yeah, that's that's one of my favorites on there. Um, and then you know there's plenty of others, so just go check that out and enjoy. But Virgin Oil is probably one of my favorite records on there. Um, Scotty ATL off of that Scotty hustler, bro. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Uh, from there, man, I was on Starlito and Trapper Man Dale, so man, I jumped on the uh, the joint 
album that they had called Trap Star. Uh, man, I just enjoy. Man, I enjoy anything Alito put out. So that was easy. Uh, easy anyway. So I mean, if you if you checking it out, man, check out uh, my people. That's one of my uh, favorite records. See me sweat. Man, they got some ones on here that you're gonna enjoy and ride to. So go check that one out for sure. Excuse me. Uh, from there. I actually been hopping on some of these. Um, I've been on some of the, what Apple Music tends to do is put out these playlists. Uh, there's one called On Repeat that I've been pretty much listening to to get like get a hold of all these new records that's been dropping. Uh, the cool thing is they put out uh, they put out one and and shout outs to to the women because there's at the time of us recording it won't be tomorrow but it's international women's day so shout out to the women they put a whole playlist for the women so it had like meg on there Cardi, and a lot of other women that i ain't never heard of um that i just hopped on and checked it out but the the one that i've been listening to for a little minute uh that's on repeat had uh had of course the drake records on there it had this one record by baby kim called no uh no sense check that one out um, it's it's pretty cool. Uh, only for the family with uh Lil Dirt, Hellcats, and Trackhawks. And there's one record that I've been bumping like continuously, and it's by uh. Let me see if I can find it because the, the weird thing about the list is stuff move around, so I have to find the record again, which sucks if I can't. Uh, definitely been on that real as it gets. ESTG and Lil Baby. Mm-hmm. Um, where is the record? Is uh. YMF and Melly and Kodak Black. And I'm guessing the record is is kind of new because the thing about this is they'll put old records on there and new records. But when I tell you this record just goes, it goes. So if you can find the record because at the moment I can't find it because like the list has been like moved all around. Right, uh, I, I saw it, but I didn't listen to the song. It's yeah, uh, go, go check out. it out. What's it called? Thugged Out. Yes, that's exactly what it's called. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Thugged Out with uh, uh, YWM Melly and Kodak Black. Man, check out that record. Like, yeah, check it out. It it rides. Uh, as long as the, as as well as the little Baby and ESTG. And then, of course, it got all the Drake records on there from, from the album. Mm-hmm. I did, well, yeah. from his little three-peat thing. Uh, I listened to that as well. And I do enjoy track one. Track two is cool. Uh, Lil Baby flamed it. And yeah. I think we all agree that Lil Baby's verse was took off on on um, on Drake. And then, uh, of course, him and Ross, they, you know, they can't mix. They make magic. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think, I can't remember who was saying it, but someone was saying, come on, let's just give us the Ross and Drake album, which I, I'm not opposed to it. Um, Before I'm they actually, do that shit, I'm nigga, just give me, just give up. me the fucking remix to her song uh, "Damage" with Ross, <laughs> and then we can go start talking about this this collab album. <laughs> oh, hey, and matter of fact, if you gonna mention, <laughs> if you gonna mention that, then go ahead and give me the uh, Nipsey Hustle Jay Z. There was a rumor, not only a rumor, there was a snippet that Ross had a verse on the record. Go ahead and give me that. Let's complete the song. Ross, J, Nip on that record. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go, go, go ahead and give me that. Oh, this uh, holding back. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Um, also, Project Pat, 
Mr. Don't Play, of course, and we're going to talk about it uh, today. And then the last thing I listened to was, which was actually today at the time we were recording, which would be yesterday when y'all hear it, uh, was the All Women, um, the All International Women's Day uh, playlist that they did on Apple Music. Uh, Meg's on there uh, for they put Crybaby on there with Meg Cardi B up Cardi B that up record is is hard I'm just gonna put it out there uh, Sweetie with Best Friends is on there uh, City Girls of course I love me some City Girls Young Ma uh, Co- how do you pronounce her name Coe Leroy Leray I don't know how to pronounce her name and I hope I'm I not messing up but uh, Molly Brazing Mulatto I mean it's a bunch. Uh, Nikki's on there. Lakia, Lakia. I want to say that's her name. L a k e y a. She got a record called "Female Goat" featuring City Girls. Go yeah. check that out. Uh, Bia, same hands with Lil Durk. Um, Sally Sosa. It's crazy because Lil Durk's on like a lot of this. Uh, Tokyo Jets. She got Y uh, W Y T D and Cash Doll. I love me some Cash Doll. Cash Doll featuring Mulatto and Benny the Butcher. Badass. Go uh mm-hmm. go check that one out because they got both my favorite uh, chicks on there. Uh, Cash Doll and Mulatto. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then you know just go through the list and and there's plenty more. So shout out to the women. Uh, I want to shout out a couple of them that. I didn't know who they were. And now that I know, uh, I'll be checking out more. Uh, Ruby Rose is another one as well. So, hmm. yeah, that that that's it. That rounds up my week, man. All right, Tia. Yeah, that's solid, man. Um, as usual. Right, Steve comes with the dissertation of music. <laughs> yeah, I got some uh, that I listened to that I can't the name was, but they're in like the pop part of Apple Music and I came across them by accident and they were jamming yeah. and, but I don't know the name so I can't add them to the list. That's funny man. <laughs> hey man that, uh, that crybaby by Megan the Stallion man is, is is straight too bro. It's just you can't like for me it's, it's funny you listen to it in the car and if somebody pulled up besides you man <laughs> and you're singing the song man it would look completely funny man. I just want to put that out there. Bro, you been stuck it up, bro. It's <laughs> funny, bro. That's I got my windows attended, man, so people can't see what I'm listening to. Hey, I'm in the car. Can't jamming, see who, yeah. who is listening to it. One or the other. Yeah. But I'll be in the car jamming, though, man. Mm. But um, anyway, dog, so news this week, man. Um, honestly, dog, like, I just been on my movie game this week, man. Like, seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, first thing out is 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 Andre Day. She, I think she won a Golden Globe, right? Mm-hmm. That's what that that's what it was, the Golden Globe. For uh, yeah, that was the Golden Globe. Okay, yeah. the United States versus Billie Holiday. Did you did y'all? I know you checked it out, Steve. Did you check it out, Greg? I still haven't seen. Still I'm behind slacking. All the movies, still slacking. I can't I even talk about it. Too many movies to watch right now. <laughs> I got way too many movies. Can't to watch. even talk about it, man. But it's yeah. a solid. It's a really really good movie. Um, but like we said, she won a Golden Globe for it, man. So congratulations to her. That was her first acting uh role too. Um, hmm. and she sound she sounded good in the movie. Um, she made it believable. I love it when they do those uh biographies about old artists or or you know people. Yeah. And uh, 
they make it believable for those people. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, unlike uh, Lifetime did something about Aaliyah, and mm-hmm. it was ter- it was awful. Like the people <laughs> didn't look right and and stuff like that. Yeah. But Andre Day definitely looked similar to um, Billy Holiday, man, and and she did a really good job. So, uh, G, when you get a chance, man, you got to check that one out. Definitely, um, it's on the list. Did y'all see Coming to America too? Didn't see that either. Oh, Steve. Yeah. Yeah. So it is I gotta talk about it, man. Uh, no, you good. You can talk it's, about it. It's right. been it's been so many different uh mixed, mixed it's reviews. It's been mixed reviews on this movie for sure. Steve, what's your thoughts on it, man? Just curious. Um, I know I put it on social media, uh, but for me, I enjoyed it. Uh it was funny. The story wasn't bad at all. It's actually the same story, just in reverse. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed that they brought back majority of the original cast. Yeah. And not only that, the attention to detail, because, you know, Eddie and um, Eddie and Arsenio played the folks in the barbershop and also some of the other characters. So not only, you know, it was 30 years later, not only did they play them again, but they also aged as well as everyone aged too. So that was a great detail. Um, Then also having them in the film as well. And then also, you know, bringing back a lot of the original cast and then the jokes and just how they played it out. I think it was a good movie. I'm not saying, you know, give it a award or anything. <laughs> right, but right. I'm not, you know, I'm not going, you know, take a dump all over it. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not being super, you know, super critical. I'm just being honest. The movie was good. Me and my wife sat on the couch. We had some good laughs. There was yep. some nostalgia. There was some, they pieced everything together as well. Like, it was really a good movie. Like, it, like yeah. I mean, what more did, could you ask for? Um so yeah, that's my that's my opinion on it. Um and I mean, you know, the original is a classic, but you know, I'm not this is good too. Yeah, yeah. That was my same thought, man. Um, like me and Artika sat down and watched it. Artika was in and out of it, man, because she ain't no real like movie person like that. But um when I'm sitting there watching it, you know, you excited. I was super excited to watch it. Um, because you're anticipating this this classic movie that um 30 years later, you know, you know it wasn't gonna be a big classic like the first one. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, something was gonna be different, something was gonna be off. I think uh I said this earlier on my Facebook, um, is that I don't think Wesley Snipes added anything to the movie. Like a lot of the I feel like the it was it was over overdone with his parts. You know, his parts could have been a lot more serious uh, approach to it to make it better. But the story was the, the exact same story from the first one. So it's like you didn't have to think too much. Like Steve said, it was just in the reverse of of how it was done from the first one. But I mean, the jokes was there. Um, the inclusion was there because uh, Eddie Murphy, one of Eddie Murphy's daughters was actually played a daughter in the movie. Mm-hmm. I think it was the middle sister. I think, I don't know. But um, I think it was solid. I think a lot of the mixed reviews come from where people are like trying to compare it to the first one when yeah. in fact you really can't compare the first one to you 
this one right. It, it doesn't yeah, do it's, it's 30 years later. Right. It doesn't do it justice. <laughs> you, know? you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, absolutely. <laughs> like, but wow. uh, like you you're really you're really hurting yourself if you compare it to the first one. Right. It's yeah. it's it's tough to do that. Um I do mm-hmm. say uh Arsenio Hall's makeup was was off. Like in that it, it made him look dead but alive. If mm. that makes sense. When you see it, you'll see what I'm talking about, Greg. Um it made us look like like how uh people be making up dead bodies. Right, right, right. I have to go back and look at it again. Yeah, uh, pale. Right, yeah, yeah. Oh. I was like, man, he looks super old. And then it's like he looks, you know, I mean like he's fade his skin is faded a little bit. He is old though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he older. is, but you know, um, but I nah, think Wesley I, brought a lot to the movie, man. I just, I just feel like it's like all those dancing scenes and all that stuff. He's supposed to be a serious general um, and stuff like that, but it, it's just, I don't think he, it, I don't like his part could have been there. His part, you know, could have been left out. I think it's cool for the people that was in there. Like, I was completely shocked when I saw Rick Ross. I was like, Ross is in yeah. this? Yeah, I was I was shocked, too. And then I, I read why. Uh, yeah, I was shocked house. as well. But <laughs> now, I wouldn't say that. It's, I think his part needed to be there. Um, I enjoyed it. Like, yeah, I think it was fine. Yeah. I think it was fine. Because uh, even at, uh, is it Eddie Blacks? What's his name? The Michael. Michael Blacks. Michael. Yeah, when he came out, um, Dude, that silly. was hilarious. And then, because it set the tone for his his character yeah. at that point, because then you knew he was going to be like serious, but yet in a joking way. And then it goes throughout. I mean, it's you know, it's a comedy. Yeah. So, no, nah, I was fine with it. It was it was cool. It was it was hilarious. No, <laughs> nah, yeah, like you, you know, that's just uh, you know, that's and that's where it comes from, like the difference of opinions and stuff. Um, yeah. Another part of that was um, it was predictable. You know what I'm saying? Like halfway through it, you know what's going to happen. So I don't want to really just give it away on that part because you. I want yeah. you to enjoy it, Greg, and, and not be biased about anything. But I'm gonna enjoy it anyway. But the scenery, no, don't, don't give it away. Right, the scenery <clears throat> was beautiful. The clothing, like, bro, it was so many times I was like, man, I I wouldn't mind grabbing some of that stuff. You know. Yeah. Um, the clothing was beautiful. Um, the colors and everything, man, were amazing. So, um, solid movie to me. Um, can't compare it to the old, the the first one because it'll never mm-hmm. compare to the first one. I think it was here to um, satisfy the need to see it. You know, yeah, just watch it and yeah. enjoy it. <laughs> watch it and enjoy it for what it is. Don't you know? don't overthink it. Um, just watching, enjoy it, it is, you know, for what it is. Yeah. Uh, I feel like something else had come out like that a sequel came out real, like far into the future when it should have been already done. <laughs> um, I can't think of the movie right now, but it kind of had the same kind of feel. Where it's like, yeah. I don't compare it to the original. Now you got me thinking like, ago. is it another one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to, I think I know what you're talking about. I just don't know the name of it. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, that's what a lot of stuff gonna come back. Right. Like this one be another Matrix. Uh, right. That's weird to me, man. It's like <laughs> I don't even yeah. remember the last Matrix, man. The hey, that Mortal Kombat preview. That Mortal Kombat preview. Oh boy. <laughs> like I can't wait till that come out, man. man. I think it's gonna be 
I think that's gonna be great because I think CGI, the technology, the technology, up. yep, the way the fatalities for real, <laughs> bro. Like, yeah. just, I got, I got both the old ones, mm-hmm. and bro. No, <laughs> they look so bad now. Oh my god, they look, they look bad now. Oh, but at terrible. the moment, we was at watching. Moment, oh, at the yeah. moment, it was back shit. then. It was shit, yeah, top yeah. notch. <laughs> but now, now you looking like you look back and you look at reptile. <laughs> <laughs> you be like, Ugh. oh man, you, put, you be like, you oh. put on four K TV or HD TV. <laughs> you just looking like, oh, this is bad. This is <laughs> terrible. That's this is what we used to watch stream, back in the day. It looked like a joke. Yeah. Oh man. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 It looked like a TV show put on on uh like CW or something, man. Yeah. No, no I ain't talking bad about CW because they got a, a few good shows out there, but yeah. It was a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Two a of them. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um also, man, this this past weekend, the all-star game um happened on Sunday. We had the skills challenge. Um the the three point contest and the dunk contest, as well as the game, all on Sunday. Um, that's new, I believe. Um, did y'all see the game or check out any other festivities? No, um, no. Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> so I mean, Chris I saw Paul, the Instagram videos and shit. <laughs> Chris yeah. Paul, Steph Curry, and Damian Lillard all caught a oop on Sunday, and I was like. Okay, this is what you're supposed to do at an all star game. And I mean, <laughs> Steph Curry that was ugly as hell. <laughs> I'm just saying, Steph Curry, Steph Curry jumped, man. He was like looking like Russell Westbrook out there, man. I was mm. like, okay, I ain't know that was in you. But, um, man, it looked like they had fun out there. I think the dunk contest has lost its flavor. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's of course, because the top stars don't want to be in it. Right, right, right. That, but then it's it's like what they're what they're doing. The dunks have been done already, mm-hmm. and it's not really anybody challenging what's been done. Like, yeah. you know, like nobody's bringing back. I'm finna jump from the free throw line and make this the way I do it. Epic, you know, like Jordan was and. You know, the shoot, I mean, you do something crazy out here and then jumping, I mean, you could make a name for yourself that way. Um, it's it's just, man, it's it's losing its flavor. You can it was done at halftime, so oh for real? Yeah, it wasn't a separate event. Hmm. It was like um halftime, we're gonna do the dunk contest. And then I think they need to get better judges too. Cause it was like one dunk dude got a forty four, and it was like, where did this come from? <laughs> it's like, hold on, this dude, he, t- I think he took it between his, he bounced it, then took it between his legs and dunked it uh, like backwards or something like that. I don't know, but um, I had to send it to y'all on the video. And he got a forty four for what, and I was like, man, these other two guys did some basic dunks and got forty eight and forty nine. Like, hell out of mm-hmm. here, man. I think that's because uh, the dunk that he did, because I know what you're talking about. Yeah. The dunk he did, uh, Zach Levine did that in the warm-ups, like, right before, like, that day the week of? before. Oh, for real? <laughs> yeah. But, I, I mean, like, like no, it's, it's still a free. Yeah, but uh, I think that's why the dunk contest losing its luster is because Zach Levine wasn't even the first person to do it. Some random nigga on Instagram did that shit. Yeah. And Zach Levine just 
did it like on some, <laughs> let me see if I can do it type right. shit. But like somebody else had done it where they like threw it and bounced it and like it went behind them and they end up catching the oop like without looking and shit. Yeah. Um, and they ended up making the duck. But like the regular ass niggas on the street be doing more creative ducks yeah. than yeah. what you could think of for a duck contest right. now. So it's like you have seen problem. all the ducks. That's the problem, man. It's like no creativity. Like it's it's a lot of combinations that you can use, man. You just gotta sit down and be like, okay, what's my show? You know what I'm saying? And I feel yeah, like it's a lot, a lot of, of work. Yeah, it's a it's a hell of a lot of work. Yeah. Um, and then on t- on top of everything, man, the more popular um, players aren't jumping in. Like it was three yeah. nobodies or four no. No, nah, it's three, three nobodies. Well, I ain't gonna say they nobodies, but you know, not in the, the league. biggest mm-hmm. stars. Yeah, yeah, they're not the biggest yeah. stars or the biggest stars on their team. So, um, like it's it's definitely went down since you know you had Jordan participate. No, uh, I'm Vince say, Carter participate. Say, uh, yeah, Vince yeah, Carter, J, uh, Jay Rich, uh, even uh, uh, Dwight Howard. Yeah, the one with but him and know, Nate Robinson. Yeah, bro, they was going at it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Now you just got like someone that you don't have a clue who they are. Yeah. So, man, what? Yeah. So um, that happened. Um, Team LeBron won the game. Um, off the yeah. Damian Lillard half court shot. Well, they had won the game like long before <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, Dame he uh ended the game. But all in all, man, I think it was good. Um, it was good to see them like play together and stuff like that. Now it's time to really start watching basketball because um, second half, you know, of, the second year, half mm-hmm. of the year and uh, mm-hmm. playoff stars go sell ticks. That's all I got to say about hey, that. Watch out for them Grizzlies, <laughs> bro. <laughs> watch out for them Grizzlies. That's all I got to say. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, y'all see what the Heat did last year, so I ain't got to say too much. <laughs> I knew you was going to say that, man. Y'all, hey. y'all traded away so many niggas. Steve was talking so much <laughs> cash, man, and then hey. they backed it up. I was like, shit. Absolutely <laughs> did. <laughs> Can't say yeah. nothing, man. No, uh, we don't see, man. Oh, also, uh, Steph Curry won the three-point competition. He did. We know he that. did. Yeah, he did. But, it was like, like a second time, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they ain't like literally the greatest shooter of all time. So yeah, like yeah. pretty much. Uh, but it, I mean, it's cool, man. I like that shit. <laughs> um, yeah. something I wanted to bring up to you guys. Um, I saw. I don't know if it was last week or the week before last. Um, Candace Parker checked Shaq on national TV. Um, about Shaq. Shaq basically was saying that the game they play soft now. And what they need to do is play like when he was playing mm-hmm. and Candace Parker was like, but everybody's a shooter. <laughs> like the big men are shooters and uh, there's no way for you to play the same as when you played. I, I find that to be interesting um, that the older players, the legends, the ones mm-hmm. that we grew up watching are not like some of them, I'm not going to say all of them, but in this instance, Shaq is not in support of how the game is being played. I wanted to see if y'all had any thoughts about that or, you know, um, or what you what you were thinking about said thing. <laughs> I mean, a lot of them really are not in support of how 
the gamers today because a lot of them went through what they went through was, I mean, you know, let's take Jordan and just put him out in front, you know, how the bad boys beat him up. He went through something to get, yeah. you know, even better or, you know, saying that what was the right of passage, I guess, if yeah. you want to say, uh, man, same with Charles, Shaq, you know, they were out there really, you know, saying fighting to to win. Uh, whereas, I mean, I can I can see what they saying because, you know, Shoot, <laughs> LeBron did it a couple nights ago where he just flopped and was nowhere near the play, and they called it. And you're like looking like <laughs> some bull. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, you know? I think I think that's it. That's it right there. You know the biggest yeah, difference. Like, yeah, and that's I think it's just tough for tough for them to to watch it because you're. Some, for some of the fans, it's tough to watch it. Sometimes you're like, man, this flopping stuff is trash. Yeah. Uh, and you know it, it, but at the same time, you know people want you know concerned about their health. Yeah. You know, it can't be out there like it ain't football. You know, yeah. there's no pads, and you know the game is gonna change, and it changed to where you know, shoot, man, you really can't touch nobody and things of that nature. So I mean, it's gonna be pushback on both sides, regardless. You know, on one end, you got to look at it as we just trying to protect our assets. You know, they paying these folks millions of dollars to go out there on that court versus, you know, uh, back in the day was a little more lenient and you were going through this. Um, I mean, you know, it's some, <laughs> it's some teams that they still kind of beat you up a little bit as yeah. much as they, as they are allowed to. But, you know, Man. To me, it's 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 just the evolution of the game. Yeah. I know. I, I you know I love the old way. Yeah. Uh, the new way is it's cool, uh, <laughs> and I understand. But I do love the old way, so I'm kind of like in the middle because, yeah. like, I get what Candace Parker is saying. Everyone's a shooter, so what you gonna do? Which she's absolutely right. Like. You know, I always say like Shaq probably have more problems now because everybody's a shooter, so they're gonna draw him out the paint for sure. Mm-hmm. And then what happens? Because the paint's gonna be wide open. Yeah. Versus back then, where everybody wasn't a shooter, you only had like Tony Kukoc, uh, you know, I, I want to say Ray Allen, Reggie, Reggie Miller, Larry Bird, a couple of people that were shooting, and then you mm-hmm. had Shaq that was in the paint. So you come in that Shaq gone, you know. Uh, versus now, we're like, man, you probably got. You you probably got three you know three shooters and 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 two people that's gonna go to the hole on your on the team and it's like who do you go well, they can shoot too <laughs> yeah them niggas can shoot too <laughs> right yeah absolutely uh and they're like the low bottom of the barrel like right. LeBron for his LeBron's not a shooter but he can shoot mm-hmm. uh, so you know it's like what do you do like so I feel like Shaq would even have problems now so um it just depends like I I get it like. You're looking at the game, and it's not how it used to be. So, mm-hmm. uh, Shaq has a valid opinion. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I can't take that away. Shaq has a valid opinion, but Candace Parker has a valid opinion as yeah. opinion as well. So, yeah, yeah. Man, I'm just, I'm just like, man, couldn't be me. Um, <laughs> wouldn't make it to the league. Not in basketball, maybe in football. But you just look at the evolution of football, man. If they was playing the same way that they played in the uh, 40s and 50s, maybe 60s and 70s, man, they'll kill some of you folks out here. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, they, like them boys hit, man. Yeah. I mean, if we going to get on the topic of football, I think they still hitting the same. The thing is, because these boys now faster, stronger. They ain't as, I ain't going to say they as big, because them boys was, they were just muscle. Uh, versus now where they're strong and fast. Uh, they're, you know, they're muscle, but a little more leaner and they're hitting. I just think the equipment is The equipment better. is made better. Yeah, of yeah, course. So, and, that's, and that's the point. It's like, mm-hmm. that's the evolution because they saw where these people, like, man, these people, like, are able to to draw so draw up so much force in one hit, man, that the body is not supposed to take. No, no, and, and so that's where the development comes from, and that's why if you you know in basketball the 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 physicality from when Shaq and them played versus now is different because the force that they are producing, your body is not supposed to take that. A lot of people are shooting now because I mean, like I drive in, um, you know, there's a chance I don't make it. Because somebody can hit me and like, yeah, I'll be out for the rest of the game. Even (laughs) if you don't get hit, like the body is not made to be jumping up and down that goddamn much. Right, going like picking up full speed to try to drive towards the hoop and then contort your body so that you can make it a certain way. And then you got to try to figure out how to land right without getting bumped the wrong way, so you fucking Mm -hmm. break your ankle. It's like, nigga. I'm going to stay out here and shoot this 15 footer yeah. and that's going to be it. <laughs> like, fuck all that extra shit. This is the same two points. And if I step a, a couple steps back, I get three for the same effort. Right. So it's like, fuck all that yeah. extra shit. Especially I'm not going if, in there to fucking lose my life. Especially, especially if I can make it from, with my eyes closed from anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Still. Especially when, right. when uh, folks really figured out that like two points is cool, but if I make three, I'm going to Eventually, I'm gonna be in the league. You can yeah. you can do two points all night if I'm making if three, three pointers and you making three two pointers. Who in the league? Right, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> you know? exactly. Simple um, math. Simple math. <laughs> I, I will also say that you know at some point, you know, it's gonna change. Yeah, because because shooters get born. Yeah, uh, it's gonna change. Zion, I'm I'm getting behind them now. Zion, <laughs> Zion, and John Morant. Zion and uh, Ja Morant. And Ja needs to pick his shit up and uh and and, <laughs> and learn how to shoot a little bit better. Cause that nigga be trying to drive on everything. Bro, that, that nigga, nigga be dunking on everybody though. He always trying to dunk on somebody with his little ass. Like, nigga, <laughs> you gonna hey, be hurt. <laughs> we all know Ben Simmons had to figure out how to shoot. Man, yeah, so, he did. You know, we'll wait um, and see. Uh, one more thing too, guys. Um, I checked out the biggie. Um, documentary on Netflix. Um, oh, I guess it's called uh, Biggie. Yeah. I got a story to tell. Um, if you haven't, go check that out. It's um, it's actually amazing. Um, just because mm-hmm. it's a it's footage. Well, hold that, up. Hmm? Let's hold that. Let's let's just yeah. review it. Okay, we can we yeah, can we'll review it for an episode later. Okay, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. I have to watch it again, which is okay. All right, yeah, but yeah. go check it out, man. <laughs> I ain't seen just, it. just want to tell y'all to go check it out. Last thing I got, and then we can get into whatever y'all want to get into. Jack Dorsey with uh, Square this past week is buying a majority stake in Title. Mm-hmm. Um, 
The deal is expected to be a mix of cash and stock of $297 million. Jay-Z bought title in 2015 for $56 million. So, um, that's it. Uh, yeah, so, uh, <laughs> man, Jay-Z is making some boss moves right now, um, you know, and I'm just, I'm just excited for him. Um, and you know, yeah, I just had to mention that, man. You two know. deals in less than two, 30 three days. Weeks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> bro, two huge deals too, bro. Deals. Like, mm-hmm. more than yeah, like, it's a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> Come up for real, man. Like, that's life changing right there for most people. Yeah. So, um, makes me wonder, like, why the dude wanted to buy it. But, um, yeah, it's a big deal. I mean, that's a big purchase too, man. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what made him want to buy it, but I can, I damn sure know what made Jay-Z want to sell it. (laughs) The money. You were right. (laughs) I'm like, I don't understand, like, why you would spend that much money on it. Because they don't, um, I've, I've not heard the title is like, on the up and up, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah. where you would be like, oh, I need to go ahead and acquire these. It's like, well, what you, do you, you plan think to about, do with this? You think about like uh, Sprint. Sprint bought into title. And uh, I don't know with the Sprint merger how that affects title, but um, it definitely brings people over to title and, and makes it accessible um, for mm-hmm. like now T Mobile. Um, customers and stuff like that, which you know, yeah. who can who can look into it. So I mean, I'm just speculating at this point, uh, making up things that I would think is one of the reasons why. But I mean, it's another business that could possibly flourish into a, a much larger. Like that was the thing I was telling Artic. I wonder what he's gonna like, what changes they're gonna make to improve mm-hmm. it because there's room to improve. Um, this service, man, I think it's it's a great service. The music sounds great. Um, I think Apple Music has it. You know what I'm saying? So, and Spotify, I think Spotify does a lot of great things. But um, like I said, it's room to improve here. So, I'm just curious to see how he makes it better. So, um, but yeah, that's yeah. all I got, man, for this week. Did y'all have anything, or y'all ready? Yes, bro. Um. I didn't get a chance to watch like the interview itself. I'm just seeing stuff about it all day. About the interview with the um, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Bro, I watched the whole thing, bro. (laughs) Yeah, about them niggas figuring out that water is wet and uh, England is racist. (laughs) I was like, oh, okay. Essentially, that's what it is. Essentially. Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. Like, oh, damn, we, we we just never knew. Like, okay. But <laughs> that's what I've been seeing all day is just the outrage behind that because of like some of the, the key things that stuck out was like they was being petty as hell mm-hmm. with like, okay, your son ain't gonna get no nobility title. Right. We can't give you niggas no security. We right. also can't pay you niggas nothing. We can't take care of y'all. Like we don't have anything. We all just right. we just the royal family, but we can't do shit for you. Um then they was like questioning whether or not the child was gonna have dark skin. Mm-hmm. So it was like, come on, bro, y'all yeah. niggas is a trip. But you, you know, something that stood out to me that that Prince Harry said. Um, 
he was like, if Meg, if it wasn't for Megan, he never would have. Well, I don't know what they call it. Left the royal family mm-hmm. or his royal duties, and he never uh, thought of anything of racism. Just mm-hmm. because until it, it it hit home with her, because they were in this bubble, and it's crazy to think you would like a a normal person would be like, nah, that happens. You know what I'm saying? But when you think about it, when when you know that they're in a bubble, a certain type of bubble, and for him to say that, you're like, ah, okay, I get it. But I'm glad but, now that you um, see a different light and try to, you know, because you got some pull yeah. in the world. You know what I'm saying? So, well, I haven't seen the interview. I'm gonna watch it because yeah, uh, I didn't know what the big fuss was interview. going on. I was just pat. I was just like, whatever. Uh, I don't really care most of the time but now that I'm getting a little insight I'm going to go back and watch but like you know I'm not surprised because I mean I'm be honest white, white folks do that all the time <laughs> they be around <laughs> each other and act like stuff outside <laughs> yeah. just does not exist or that it hasn't happened and when in fact it has that's why I'm so like like I think last week I was talking about how I'm loving what's going on right now. Well, I was telling the story, these stories of like Billie Holiday, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, uh, Malcolm X. Like all these things are coming to light at the perfect time, and then we top it off with this right here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and like all of that is movies, right? And you know, most of the time we're the ones looking at them and you might get a couple other folks from other races look at them and be like, wow, oh, this could, you know, and they still may still be like, I don't, how could that happen? Mm-hmm. Uh, even though there's an actual real interview of, uh, uh, I think William, who was the actual person who snitched on for, uh, uh, Fred Hampton. Right. Yeah. 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 Who actually was the informant who ended up setting up Fred Hampton anyway, actually saying that, yes, <laughs> this is what we did. You know, the whole conspiracy mm-hmm. theory thing is actually a true thing. And then, you know, you get to this where you have Prince Harry like, yo, you know, it, it's like, and I'm not surprised because like most of the time that's what they do. They, you know, they're just so oblivious. Like this can't happen until it happens to them. And then they're like, oh my goodness, this is real. Like my folks are really a piece of shit. Part of my friends, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and it's yeah. hard, and I get it. It's hard to see that. Yes, this is a real thing. Your folks are actually a piece of shit, <laughs> you know. And just like the whole thing with 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 Trump and seeing mm-hmm. it in, in live and direct, and seeing folks, you know, storm the Capitol, like you, no one would have thought that would happen. Yeah, but they did it, and they did it on his behalf, and. Mm-hmm. You can, and then for them to start talking about how it's a clear cut difference. Like if that was Black Lives Matter or anybody other than them, they would have been like crazy repercussions versus what happened and how they were able to do what they did. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're still gonna have some folks that's gonna be like, well, no, you know, some reason they can still freaking defend themselves, <laughs> even when the proof is like right here. But then you have some others that are like, yo, we are, yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right. And I get it now. And that's what I think we see with Prince Harry where he's like, oh, shit. Mm. (laughs) You know, like, this is real. Because now it's happening to you. And, or at least someone that's 
you know, his very wife. close to you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you have now. Wife. You have, you have like, to. Yeah. and his yeah. child. Yeah, and I commend him. Yeah, and I commend him because he could have like went the other way and just went with the family and was like. And see, and that's the thing that. I think is different but, about yeah. his approach to it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like let's let's like you said, it's it's a lot of people they turn their their you know a blind eye to it mm-hmm. to that it happens, but a lot of people don't say okay. This happens and it's wrong, and let me do something. Not only that, it happened, and he's willing to give up his status, right? Right. For shit, now he's either gonna have to give up his status, or, or he, his family was gonna break up. One of the two was gonna happen, man. Yeah, and the fact yeah. that you, you know, he chose right. his family, man. That's that's commendable. White privilege is a hell of a drug, and I'm gonna yeah. create a thing called black you know? privilege. We talked about that once and let's discuss. I didn't create it. It's a real thing. Shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> like, well, we, it's, it's, we, we got to like take advantage pride. of it. I'm going to take we advantage of it. We ain't like really got a, a, a real like thing. Yeah. yeah. It's more like black but pride yeah. than privilege. I thought that was a trip because I, uh, I just uh, always think back to the Chris Rock stand up where he used to be like, you can never get to the point where you don't anticipate that white people are going to do white people ass shit. Yeah, white like, people going to white. You can never be surprised <laughs> by something that they do that's racist. Yeah. It's, it's always mm-hmm. going to... It's going to happen, bro. It's going to happen. They're going to fuck up. They're going to do it. It's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Every time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not, it's not going to be news when it happens. It's going to be like, damn, I should have seen that coming. <laughs> I think that was the other thing that stuck out was Megan said, like, her biggest regret was that she trusted that she would be protected. Yeah. And that th- those people had her best interest at heart when they actually didn't. Yeah. It's like, that was your first mistake. <laughs> right. Never, right. ever think that that is the case because it's not. Yeah. Mm-mm. And I, I get why you can be deceived mm-hmm. because you probably thought, well, shoot. You know, Prince mm-hmm. Henry loves me. Like, I'm sure they they have that love and we can yeah. see it and probably think that beyond that, like, because most time it's talked down and they follow it to a T, whereas he mm-hmm. breaks away from the pack. So you're kind of like, oh, maybe everybody else is fine. But then you figure out that they the ones behind the doors talking about you. Right. Uh, but they smiling in his face because that's exactly. who he chose. Yeah. You know, so. Because niggas, I hope, I, thank you. Nice is equivalent to not racist. Yeah. <laughs> it's right. not. It's not. You can be a nice ass racist. You can be a nice ass killer. Like, oh, yeah. You, you, you can smile kill at somebody's face <laughs> nice as hell and still kill somebody. So yeah. I ain't trying to hear that shit. Yeah. So I, I really hope the world is taking notes. Because um, I think the, uh, I well, and, and this is my last thing and, and we can move on. Uh, the whole thing, what they were saying, you know, um, in the Bible, the the 400 years and all that. I think it didn't happen the way people thought it would, but I think it's happening. You know? Like, it's stuff coming to light that you ain't never think. that just be, you know, things are happening. And mm-hmm. I think that, I think that, that that's a part of it because you're seeing some pretty interesting stuff coming to light and people having to face it. Yeah. Uh, all the while, I'm looking around and there's a lot of uh, African Americans, black folks that are beginning to really thrive and do some things. So it's, it's something's happening. Yeah. I like it. 
<laughs> I ain't mad at that. No, I can't can't complain about that one, man. Um, so Project Pat, where y'all want to start at? I'm strange, then you better think twice. So you ain't got no cheese, then I'm Jekyll and, and Hyde. <laughs> All I'm hearing is the pound. Hey, hey. Yeah. So, Project Start with Pat. the stats. So. Go ahead, Steve. Mr. Don't Play? Yeah. Oh, I'm just going to keep going yeah. with that. Nah, you so said you got Pat. the stats. I don't got the stats with me. <laughs> uh, I put them up via Wikipedia. Uh, so, you know, that's Wikipedia. But let's check out the stats for it, man. This album peaked at number four on the Billboard 200 in the United States, and it was certified gold. Uh, I wonder what it is now. I don't have that. But it is, you know, this album dropped in 2001. I was, shoot, I was in middle school. Yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah off the top, and, go ahead and say the 20th anniversary of the drop was this past February 27th. So uh, they've done the yes. 20 years. 20 years. Absolutely. I'm looking at it right now. I was just about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's amazing. And, and then the fact that um, how you know how we still feel about the album, but uh, yeah, that's that's some quick stats for you as far as what peaked on the U.S. Billboard 200, peaked number four on the U.S. top R&B hit albums. It it uh peaked at number two, and on the U.S. independent albums, it peaked at number one. Uh, okay. and then uh, as far as 2001 year end charts, U.S. top R&B hip hop, I think it rounded out at number 34. And uh, of course, at um, as far as Wikipedia. It was certified gold. That's over 500,000 copies. So, but I really wonder what it is at this current moment. But yeah, man. Yeah. It's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. The crazy <laughs> part years. is like, it's been 20 years, dog. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the, that's just, like, you don't think about that stuff when we was like planning to do this review. It's like, man, it has been 20 years, bro. Like, that's a very it's long time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just, yes. Yeah. Perfect time. Very perfect. <laughs> um, let's jump right into it, man. What was uh, what was y'all likes and dislikes about the album? You want to go first, G? No, go ahead, Steve. All right, y'all. So my like, only, <laughs> my only dislike, and it's really not many, because I think this album was put together really, really well for I mean Project Pat. Yeah. You know, uh, and exceeded all of our expectations. Right. I think the only dislike that I had was that Chicken Head was the very first song. Yeah. Uh, I think at that point, Chicken Head was everywhere, yeah. and I hated it at that point. I was like, oh my goodness, I don't want to hear this no more. Uh, and then the album dropped, and then right off the bat, <laughs> it's Chicken Ball, Head. Ball? Yeah. Chicken. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Chicken Instead head. of having this, you know, because 3 6 has some great intros. And on this particular album, we didn't get that. Mm -hmm. So other than that, I mean, I think it was great. Like the skits, I love the skits. Even though at a certain point it stopped and then it came back in on, a, I think, Aggravated Robbery where he robs the girls. Um, mm -hmm. 
But if people don't <laughs> give me your rank, your and tying it and then tie everything together at the beginning of it, he was a nice ass rebel. Right. Like, he really did lead them in and then you know, whatever. Um mm-hmm. but I, I really, really, really enjoyed it. Uh even the features, but we knew what to expect because with the whole three six camp, they were feature heavy. On mm-hmm. this, it, it was it was feature heavy, but not. But you know, most time it's the family, so it, it yeah. didn't go. It's like one, one, one person drop an album; it's everybody's mm-hmm. album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, man, I I, I love this album. Still bumbling today. The crazy thing is, I can bump it now and still feel. Uh, it's still like, man, it's just still hard. It don't sound dated at all. Yeah. Um, and just you know, I think, I think we really don't realize how good Project Pat really is. Mm-hmm. Uh, simply because it's Pat, and we know, yeah. like, we know the history of Project Pat. But right. like, this, like, how good, like, him switching up his flow mm-hmm. to him, his storytelling, yes, to uh, just the creativity of these records. And also just how vivid he can make something seem <laughs> like yes. But Project Pat, I think is, is really underrated. He's cold, <laughs> cold. Yeah. Um, but I think that for him, you know, I don't think that rapping was his like if for me, I don't think he took it as serious. Like mm-hmm. I think it was the thing, but it wasn't like the thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he was mm-hmm. like, Yeah, I can do it. You know, it's like the guy yeah. who come out there, he can ball, but he don't practice. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, if he practice, he gonna be like, goodness yeah. gracious. Uh, so yeah, man, that that was that was my only dislike. But those are kind of like my likes, like all together. I think those are like all of my likes, and then some. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Let me follow that up, man. With some of the stuff that you already said, um, I said like. One of the things I really like about Project Pet and Three Six Mafia is like they have a really good understanding of like the power behind like chance and like call and response. Yeah, that's what it's with, called. Yeah, with like the way that they write the they hooks and even like the lyrics themselves is very mm-hmm. like kind of chanty, mm-hmm. or, or even the way that that Project Pet lines up his flows. It's like it's built to, to draw you in to want to say what he's saying. Like you yeah. want to participate right, in right. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't want to sit there and just listen to what he's saying. You want to sing along. Yeah. And so like you instantly get drawn in every time, bro. Because he just like they say he learned how to rap from nursery rhymes and everything. But it's like he really did like incorporate that nursery rhyme spirit into mm-hmm. robbing niggas. And it's it's crazy. It's like, who the fuck does that? Who the fuck got you wanting to sing along about robbing somebody? Right, right. Or slapping somebody <laughs> on their job and slapping their boss. Like, you want to sing that shit. It's like, I want to do that too. Like, it's a trip. It's a trip. Nobody else, I don't know of nobody else that has that except for uh, now I feel like uh, 21 Savage is a direct descendant of that style. Yeah. I feel yeah. like he kind of has that yeah. like playful, aggressive style that he has. Where it's like, it's real dark because, nigga, I'm talking about robbing people, but it's still kind of funny the way I delivered it. Absolutely. So, right. so you, don't, you don't feel like, damn, I need to listen to something else because it's putting me in a bad place. It's just like, 
damn, these folks really robbing niggas. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. robbing the girls outside the club. Like, that's a trip. Why would you do that? <laughs> After you just shot somebody in the store because they ain't have no money in the cash register. Like, what? Yeah. Come on, yeah. bro. He said, so I played like I was uh, trying to holler. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> For real, bro? It just, it's crazy. And then uh, I did, like I like the skits. They always make me smile when I hear them skits because it's like, it's just niggas that I, I know. Like, yeah. I know them niggas. You know I them. don't know them niggas, but I know them niggas. Yeah. So, like, I know these niggas for real. But, uh, because they was just, that's niggas just sitting on the porch just talking shit. And you know that. You done seen that. You done been a part of that. Um, I like, uh, oh, the thing that I didn't like, of course, I mean, it's always going to be a case in hip-hop. But, like, freaking misogyny runs rampant throughout this main lyrics. Like, you got literally probably the most misogynistic song of all time in Gorilla Pimp. With, uh, <laughs> <laughs> complete degradation and just, like, fucking abuse of women in this song. you just like, yeah. why is this so bad? But at the same time, you can't help but fucking sing along. Right. You feel terrible about it when you actually think about the lyrics, but as you sing it, you don't give a damn. You like I'm gonna come on your job. I'm gonna act a damn fool. It's like it's crazy. And then even the part where she be like, "I'm gonna call your mama up, bitch." That's, that's a, a no, 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 no. Man, man, it's just the way he says it. Yes, it is. It's the way he says. It's the way it's delivered. Like yeah. I'm gonna call your mama up, bitch. That's a no, no. <laughs> 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 He's trying to make sure you know, please don't do that. Because then the next thing he said, don't get personal. I'll never let go. If you did want to run, you'll get me to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn. It's, it's just so fucked up. It was vicious, man. It's vicious. Hilarious. He's just kind of like, you're like, oh my goodness. Uh, man, that's crazy. <laughs> that is crazy, bro. That's like, what that man was on, bro. Like, and then. The other thing about it is like, like y'all said, like you said, Steve, the uh, the way he builds the world that he's talking about, like when he's uh, what's that song? Uh, we can get gangster when he mm-hmm. started talking about uh, he him hooking up with this nigga uh, gangster Fred. You know, when gangster <laughs> Fred show up, there's always some shit. But <laughs> he hooked up with gangster Fred, and they were just trying to sell a little dope in Hickory Hill in my hood and shit. <laughs> and, and niggas come over there playing and shit. And like you said, curiosity killed a cat. And them folks got shot up at the Exxon. And I'm just like, every time you say it, I just, it's an Exxon specifically in Hickory Hill that I'm thinking of. And I'm like, it had to be that judge. <laughs> <laughs> like, it had to be that judge. I know what you're talking about, Slick. But it's it's crazy because it just feels so real because it's so detailed. He yeah. always be very detail-oriented, mm-hmm. just letting you know what's going on, like how he was feeling in the moment. How yeah. he, what he was thinking in the moment, what other niggas was doing in the background and shit. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. Just even with the, if your boss walk in, like he thought this all the way out. Like I'm coming up to your job and I don't give a damn who there. This is what's going to happen. It's, it's crazy. But Man. I fucking love Project Pack, bro. Man. And this album is amazing. It's, it's so funny, man, that both of you guys bring up um, you know, like his storytelling and everything like that. Cause back in the day, back in 2001, uh, when it came out, it was like, 
we like for me personally, I never paid attention to how detailed the story was. I always yeah. that that scene at the Exxon, I always felt like it was a uh, it was at night. It might have been raining. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And stuff like like that's how I felt when when listening yeah. to it. Now you fast forward now and listening to it yesterday, I was like, this is some of the, the worst stuff that you could possibly <laughs> say or do to a human being, man or female. <laughs> but man. it's bumping. It's like you can't stop listening to it. You can't stop bobbing your head to it. You don't want your children to go out here and think this is okay. Um, and stuff like that. And and like you look at us and we be like, we were listening to this back in yeah. the day. Yeah. You know, like school. consistently. Um, yeah. which leads me to my next question with you guys is let's talk about a little bit more about the content of the music. Let's mm-hmm. let's like you you got into it a little bit, Greg, but I want to kind of dig a little bit deeper because a lot of the song, like he got a song, aggra- what was it, Aggravated Robbery or something yep. like that? Yeah, Aggravated Robbery. You got... Uh, Listen to these titles. Bro. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Don't Save Her. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, Break the Law, 2001. <laughs> like, Gorilla Pimp. If you ain't Break from my law, hood. Please, get... uh, you should get yeah. If you ain't from my that's hood. That's a true statement. Shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Y'all niggas ain't no My killers. Hood. Y'all niggas some, some hoes. hoes. <laughs> Y'all niggas some hoes. Hey, it's, 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 it's just, I've been look. in so many parties where shit just go left, <laughs> and when that came, hey, it was it was between Lil John and Project Pat. Well, Lil John and Three Six, but then you had Project Pat, of course. Yeah. So when when like that come on. Y'all niggas ain't no killers. Y'all niggas some hoes. Right. Most times everybody got some liquid in their body. Yeah. And oh yeah, you make an effort to walk all the way over to the other side of the club and point at that nigga in the face. Man, what you is ain't no killer. You a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then before you know it, is is chairs and tables are flying. Uh, I've seen plenty of, of of Memphis fights and it go like left, and I'm like, goodness gracious, that guy had to get his ass. Like destroy it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, we talking about like the content. The content is, uh, and this is a question I was gonna ask, but it makes me think of like, all right, how was I then when I first heard it to how yeah. I am now? Now I'm grown. I'm looking back at them like, goodness gracious, like like G said, like you're like, man, this is so like misogynistic. Female brutality. Uh, this is some hard stuff to listen to. But then when I was younger, I don't think we thought about that. We just now thought like, think about this too. What, like, why are you saying that? You were younger with an undeveloped brain. Like your brain doesn't fully develop until you're in the and a, a true adult. I don't know the years and I don't know the facts behind no, it. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying. Just think about it from that standpoint. But that's the crazy thing. Like I think. Like, I think then for me, I had been through so much because mm-hmm. I've like some of the stuff he was talking about, I've seen. Yeah. Like a lot of stuff he was talking about, I've been there for it. I've seen it live and direct. So for me, it was like kind of normal in a what that you know what I'm saying? Like, normal at all. No, it shouldn't be. <laughs> it it should, it absolutely <laughs> should not be, but that I've seen it. Normal. And I and, think that's what that, that's the beauty of Project Pat is he makes it look so normal. 
Yeah. Like, this nigga, his music sounds like a broke-ass nigga with very few <laughs> options. Is just trying to make a decent life for himself. Yeah. Like, yeah. and it's like, it's it's on full display on uh, Life We Live. It's just yeah. like, bro, I'm just trying to live my fucking life, bro. That's it. I'm just trying to stay alive and, and make a little money, have a good time, that kind of thing. And it's like, this all I got. All I yep. can do is rob niggas. That's all I can do. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and just to be honest, and you know, I'm glad you brought that up because that is actually my favorite record on the entire the entire album. Uh simply because it's different, it's a different different form of Project Pat. And once again, mm-hmm. it goes back to the storytelling and showing. But the thing was, like, we knew people like that. Like mm-hmm. they were so immersed in what was going on that they thought that, that was their only option. Like, we know these people. Uh I've seen these people. I still know these people, you know, yeah. um, some are either dead or in jail or they're, you know, walking around, they've changed their life, but I know these people and growing up around it and seeing it, you know, um, yeah, it seemed like at that time it was just kind of like, Oh, and like you saw a form of it. Cause think about, you got to remember, think about music is some of the stuff is turned up a dial. So it's like even more dramatized. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like looking at it, we're like, we've seen this happen for real. Like we've seen, you know what I'm saying? People get slapped up. We've seen, like, we've heard the stories and stuff. And it's never like as, as like, you know what I'm saying? As how it is on this album. But so then the next thing you're thinking, you're like, dang, this is how they get down to Memphis, you know? Uh, <laughs> but really it's just yes. Pat pretty much, you know, giving it to you from his eyes and kind of what it looks like, but not knowing that, oh, this is the exact same thing. He just say it and deliver it a flyer away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it is, like I said, man, it is crazy to think that at that time, because now I don't, I don't see much of that stuff because I'm not around mm-hmm. it. I'm not seeing females getting, they, getting hands laid on them or I'm not seeing pimps, you know, I may see some, but I'm not around them and seeing what's going on. I'm not, around anybody that's like, man, we're going to go rob, like, legitimately, like, yeah, uh, yeah, actually planning to go rob and rob a motherfucker, like, mm-hmm. this is the deal, we going out specifically for this, and I know the plan, <laughs> and I'm not, even though I'm not going with them, but I'm sitting there as a kid, kid, like I said, mm-hmm. in middle school, and even elementary, seeing, like, you know, it's like 10 niggas, you know, 6, 10 niggas at the, at the house, and they all dressed in their hoodies, and like, all right, we we going out tonight and me knowing and seeing this. So like, that's the reason why I think the album was so, you know, like it, it adapts so well because it was real life stuff, you know, that I've seen. Yeah. And it sounds crazy. Like, I know some people going to be listening like, in elementary school you was around this? Man. Yeah. Yeah. You got to it's, uh, it's kids around. He got in on, he got in on that, on uh, Ski Mask. Yeah. It's, it's a line on Ski Mask that I highlighted on my uh, notes where he, at, I think it's the third verse where he like talking on the phone to the person going off and shit. And mm-hmm. uh, he was like, I done paid all my dues. I done been in your shoes. That was me. Put them dead bodies on the damn news. Like <laughs> he, he letting you know, <laughs> like yeah. I ain't playing. <laughs> and they say that on the other side. We ain't playing. Break the law. We ain't, we ain't playing. playing. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's kind of nice, hey, riding around and you you see, like, this car running around. You got 
couple niggas hanging out in the window and letting you know we ain't yeah. playing. Like, <laughs> don't run up on us. <laughs> we ain't playing. And you be like, yeah, them niggas wild. Most of the time you already know. Uh, like, what? I remember when I, I, you know, I got to Nashville and hearing somebody say, like, yeah, I, something happened. Hey, we got the shooting. When I got home, I turned on the news, make sure I shot them niggas. <laughs> and, and you was kind of like, I, I ain't never heard nobody say that. Most time, <laughs> folk run, they gone. Right. But then you get around somebody who's really with it, they sit oh, down like, trying to watch the news, make sure they did what they had to do. <laughs> yeah. And you just kind of like, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you know? Hey. <laughs> man, I'm going to head out. <laughs> it's funny, man, uh, because I I'm, I'm I do this as well. Um, the content, the lyrics of his content, um, the content itself is excused um, for some unknown reason. Um, I love the fact of how he tells the story. You know, I can't get past mm-hmm. that point. Um, I think that's what makes him one of a a, a great artist mm-hmm. in, in a sense. Um, I think he could have done better with, like Steve said earlier, with practice. Mm-hmm. But I think that's one of the things that makes him a, a great artist is his the fact that he tells such vivid stories. Like literally, these stories are in HD in 2001, bro. And we're not paying attention to that. But yeah. my my question to you guys mm-hmm. is, why is it excused? Is that is that one of the reasons why the content is excused? And and you can kind of argue that for the whole three six mafia, like they're like completely bumping out the frame. Um, I never paid attention to the fact that it was in Memphis growing up. You know what I'm saying? I didn't I didn't know like how connected to Memphis I would be, you mm-hmm. know, like at this point, you know, but uh I love Memphis, man. <laughs> you know, hey. when when I'm listening to music, I'll be like, I've been there. I've been mm-hmm. there. I know what he's talking about. Okay, okay. But the contents of his lyrics and, and everything, like I can't figure out why do we excuse it as excuse it as listeners because we know it's so bad. Like as grown adults now, mm-hmm. because even listening to it yesterday, I was like, okay, <laughs> he, he said that. <laughs> so what? Gorilla on a hoe. I dig that. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. It's not me, but dig that. Just <laughs> a call and response. Dig, dig that. Hey, bro, my that's my still jam says, too, bro. Man. Gorilla on a hoe. Dig, dig that. that. <laughs> well, why do we excuse it, man? Because it sounds so cool. Like, that's why. It's literally just because it sounds so cool. Think about how cool that shit is. I'm going to go real on The nigga singing that. Right. I'm going to go real on the and it's an old man. This nigga singing the blues or some shit. And he's yeah. sitting there talking about he a go real on the hoe. And then they might dig that. Dig I'm going to nigga. You ain't know. Yeah. <laughs> then he get into it. I'm a mad man on the stroll. Dig that. I'm out here trying to break a hole. That line right there, man. That line, just that, just that specific line right there in the chorus. Nigga, I'm out here trying to break a hole. Like you, like when we was younger, listening, you was like, paid it no mind. Break, you know, like I paid it no mind. It was just a bumper song. I was a thinker, hey. so I was thinking about it, and then I, you know, I may go ask my older brother. We be talking around, be like, "What do you mean by he gonna break a hoe?" 
You know, like for one, <laughs> let's think about how who Project Pat is. This man yeah. is he could have literally played in the league. This man is like six foot what three, six, I want to say. Six, six, six. six foot six. Six foot six, like through two, three something, Maybe three hundred something pounds. Yeah, this nigga's huge. This is a line. Like, <laughs> yeah, really with it. Like, and you listen to me, like, yeah, Lee, like, what do you mean? Um, like, <laughs> I think that's the other reason why it was excused because let's think about 3 6 Mafia. Like, first off, 3 6. Like, everybody thought they were devil worshippers straight out mm-hmm. the gate. True. You know, you kind of already knew what to expect with them. So, I think at, at a certain point, we was kind of like, that's just them being them. Mm-hmm. That's what they've seen. So we excused it because we were like, that's them. Like Project Pat, when we heard the buzz about Project Pat, it was the fact that he was, we was like, oh, Juicy J got a brother that's coming home from the pen. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's your introduction. <laughs> that's our introduction to, to him. And we was like, oh, this guy got to have some real life stories. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. then he doesn't disappoint. And like, so for that, it was kind of like, I think it was excused because of what G just said. It was for one, he's his delivery and how flat was. The other reason I think it was because we knew that's what our expectation and vision of them were already because they were already doing stuff like that. So it was like, it wasn't a shocker. And then the third part was some of that stuff was so vivid and real that, you know, we was like, Oh, he, he talking about some real stuff because we didn't seen it. <laughs> like mm-hmm. some of us have seen it or uh, taken part into it. Yeah. Yeah. Then this nigga just getting home from the feds and shit. It's like, yeah. nigga. <laughs> like, and then after he dropped the album, then he go back to jail. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this he nigga did. ain't lying. <laughs> 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 this is real life out here, man. Yeah, yeah. That's why kinda... you excuse it because you're like, he ain't even lying. Like, yeah, like... <laughs> he's just telling his story. Yeah. It just happened to be terrible. <laughs> and and three six seem like the people that you would run into on a whim, on a humbug. They would just literally be somewhere. You could literally kind of run into it. I think I remember being on Bill Street and seeing Lord Infamous yeah. just walking around. And you're just kind of like, Lord Infamous is right there. So, like, even if you was like, like, you didn't want to really say nothing about them because it just is all you're going to run into them. (laughs) (laughs) It ain't that big, bro. Yeah, it ain't that big. And you run in the pack. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right, right. Man, and he done told you on wax, talking smart, go get your ass slapped at work. On wax, man. (laughs) (laughs) And if your mom step in, he gonna slap his ass too. (laughs) Ain't nobody safe. Nobody. (laughs) He done made it completely clear that ain't nobody safe. You ain't been talking no shit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We done heard some people come up to people's jobs with that man, so. Man. What? Yeah. He's like, that's me, nigga. That's me. I'm the nigga that they talking about in this story. That's me. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, y'all man. crazy, man. Hey, let me ask you this. Um, two, it's twofold, man. Um, Project Pack came out with, it, it was a period. You got Get It Green. You got mm-hmm. Mr. Don't Play. And I think it's another one um, that came out right after this one. Um, what's the name? Might have been laying the smack down. Land the smackdown. Yeah. That's it. So those for me, from from my understanding, those were some of his biggest albums, right? Mm-hmm. Um, would you consider this album 
to be his biggest and why? And then also, is this album a classic in your in your in your mind? Maybe yes and yes. <laughs> why would you say it why what makes it a classic? It's biggest because it has like uh the lineage continues today. Mm-hmm. Like you still hearing people sample chicken head. Yeah. And uh I'm surprised we ain't heard nobody. Well, I guess you can't really do nothing else with Gorilla Pill, right? You, you nah, try to fuck can't. it up, try to do something else. <laughs> right. <laughs> but like like you still hearing this stuff, it still continues to be played to this day and, and it has a lasting legacy. Everybody know it. Mm-hmm. Everybody know. Like we said before we even started, bro. It's like it's 20 songs on there. You know for sure. Off top, you know 10 of the most. Yeah. Like you ain't even got to think about it. It's like, yeah, I know 10 of them, Justin. At the start, you know 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just looking at the playlist, yeah. like, damn, I know that John too. North, North, oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cracking niggas' dolls, running niggas, holes into walls. Niggas spell yelling, north, north. <laughs> Holes screaming. <laughs> But yeah, definitely. That's his. I think that's his. Uh, that line works. No, go ahead. What'd you say, Steve? Oh, no, no. I was gonna say that line alone, like running holes in the walls, is another one. Like, running holes in the walls. You're like <laughs> just yelling. <laughs> no, no. I'm screaming. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. And, and like I had to go to North Memphis because of him. Uh <laughs> just just on the humbug. Like I gotta go. And uh I remember meeting folks from Memphis and, and just just the chant alone. Yeah. Uh but yeah. to answer the question, yes, this is Project Pat's classic album. And uh what was the other question? Um Is it his Biggest album. Oh, yes. Absolutely his biggest album. This was the one that I don't think he was ever supposed to be on on the charts or even like I think he was going to put out some (laughs) Yeah, I I think they talked him into putting in some music and he was like okay. And like the fact that this album like takes off and does what it does like yes, this is his biggest album because from there on out, you know there's music here and there uh, yeah. that we like, but nothing lives up to Mr. Mm-hmm. Don't Play. Um, yeah. That's such a cold title. Yeah, yeah. It does. It Absolutely. is. <laughs> the crazy thing is we don't say the like, rest of it because it's Mr. Don't Play, everything working. Yeah. But we always say Mr. Don't Play. Uh, yeah. And it's cold. <laughs> Honestly, I thought the, the, the album title was just Mr. Don't Play until right. I just looked at it. It was like, oh, it is something else under there. Yeah. yeah, and then the uh, the cover art hard too. It's just a it's, yeah. it's a picture of this nigga with an old school car in the back, yep. <laughs> <laughs> with a stack in the woods, with some money. <laughs> with some money. It just it just <laughs> to the point. <laughs> it just yep. looks like Memphis to me, bro. It just looked like Memphis. Yeah. As soon as I look at, it, I'm like, yeah, absolutely, man. She look like. Well, that's cool, man. I, I like dog. I appreciate Memphis. Um, then it might got on a wave cap. Right, right. Yeah. One of the the just you just put on, not the tie round, the just, the stocking cap just. <laughs> That's the one you you took and you cut the stocking, you tied up the end, and you put Man, it on. You, yep. <laughs> but it, it's low key the one you roll over your face and rob somebody with too. Exactly, so, and yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why yeah. niggas knew this nigga was legit. They know they can see that shit on the cover. Cause you have you looked at all this nigga album covers? Like go look at laying the smackdown. 
It's a yeah. nigga around the corner, and it's a snitch on his shirt. He finna go get him. <laughs> he is about to go get this fool. Hey, even Getty Green, Green looks like he's reaching over the Green. counter, man. That man yeah. is, is robbing. He the yeah, he's robbing the stuff. <laughs> and then um, we ain't even talking about Getty Green, but one of the songs on there is called 528 Cash. 528 yeah. Cash is the snitch hotline. And <laughs> 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 he was like, nigga, I'm gonna call the folks on this nigga. I know he did that robbing. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh man. The crazy thing is none of this is supposed to be funny, but yeah, it is hilarious, right. man. It's it's just hilarious. I'm actually going to go through I don't know, but I'm going to kill that nigga tonight, though. <laughs> what is, uh, what is, is that the one with then, Rinky Dink records go, on it? Then I'm going to marry him. <laughs> I'm going to marry him. I'm going to kill that nigga. I'm going to marry him. <laughs> <laughs> Russell Red Haven. <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> That's too funny, man. Uh, <laughs> hey, final thoughts, man, on... <laughs> on Mr. Oh. Don't Play and Project <laughs> Pat, man. What's Francis Manassas from Rinky Dink Records? What? I hope oh. they ain't about a record deal. Like that shit is that shit is hilarious, bro. Like that's hilarious. <laughs> Uh, the nigga was on the push. He was like, I know that nigga was out there robbing and shit, man, but that man got that five green on him. Buy my weed from that nigga, man. <laughs> and then get to the end and say, hey, man, fuck that. Boys do what they want. Men do. Hey, no, what he say? He said, boys do what they can. Men do what they want. He's like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, man, that's too funny, man. But what's your final thoughts on Mr. Don't Play, guys? Oh, man. And Project classic. Pat. Yeah. Fucking classic, bro. That's just can't it, be man. a student of the game and miss this album. You can't, you can't be a student of, of the hip-hop and miss this shit. Well, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Like, if you want something that has, like, everything in it, um, except for some love songs, something is missing. Like, what? <laughs> nah, it is Dude. a love song in that. The life you live. Hey, it's more of like a real life song. Ain't no love song. I, I mean, love like song. It's, it's slowed down. It's slowed yeah, down yeah. enough to be. Okay, you, you can mistake it to be a oh, love man. song. Yeah, yeah. but it is it's something that's like incredibly entertaining. Yet real life at its nothing. You know what I'm saying? At its core. Yeah, that, that could be one. Yeah, that actually yeah. might be what the love song. Girl with all that. What you doing, girl, with all that? Yeah, Ooh, man. The fact, man, the fact that you can play that in the club today and right. all the women be like, right. "Ooh, man," you be like, "Yeah, yeah." Uh, but yeah, man, it's a classic, timeless album that you can still enjoy to this day. Um, not an album for the family, but definitely an album that you can just man have fun, have a good laugh, but also listen to like some. Some good stuff on it, man. You, you got to give Pat his props on this. Period. For sure, man. For sure. Pat <laughs> um, did his thing on this album. Like I said earlier, man, it, it, I think I might have been in middle school, eighth grade, ninth grade, um, listening to this. Um, classic, like everybody else said. 
And uh, yeah. So with that being said, I want to thank you guys again for listening to another episode of the Speaker Geekers podcast. Um, today has been very enjoyable talking about Project Pat's album. So let us know what's your thoughts on the Project Pat album, uh, Mr. Don't Play. Um, while drink, uh, what is it? Everything's, Everything's working. working. Um, so let us know in the comments um, what your thoughts are on this album here. Um, and if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it, man. Um, it's it's definitely like a it's a solid album. Like it's like of course excuse what the lyrics say. <laughs> Just listen to it. <laughs> um, it's a solid album though. Um, and you gotta appreciate these artists while we still have them and, and, and the art that they put out. So um, to Project Pack, thank you for this album. You definitely helped us um, w- with our childhood. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) it's crazy though but um for everybody that's listening if you haven't already please go subscribe to the channel on the youtube um at speaker geekers you can find us on instagram and facebook at speaker geekers podcast yeah at speaker geekers podcast you find me on instagram at i am tommy t the third you got Steve at the great Steve O Steve and you got Greg at instantly underscore G. Um yeah, and that's pretty much it, man. You guys got anything? Yo, I just thought of something real quick. When G said like they really perfected chant music, I just thought about the visual of like how we were when these records came on. Yep. And like mm-hmm. these are real like like if this was like like Negro spirituals. <laughs> they yeah. definitely are. It gets you moving, right? Uh, <clears throat> to whatever. So, oh man, it's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. G, you got anything? Like nothing, bro. Just please listen to the album, bro. <clears throat> Especially if you ain't never heard it. Project Pat. Shout out to Project Pat. I'm gonna make sure we tag you in this. Yeah, shit. got to absolutely. Uh, I'm, I don't know if anybody that celebrated your album the way we just did for yeah. about 30 minutes. I'm sure you'll get a good laugh out of this shit. For sure. For sure. Man, well, with that being said, guys, I'm out. Peace. Peace out.